Welcome to the Nairn County Podcast, which is brought to you in association with our digital partner Zion Energy, the leading blockchain software and digitalization experts leading the field in emerging technologies related to oil and gas tokenization. For more, go to Zion.com. Gary Ewing continues his chat with Graham McLeod in this episode of the Nairn County Podcast. Ali talks about the day we lost to a historic golden goal, his scoring against Celtic, his favourite goal in a non jersey, and his fear of taking penalty kicks. Let's pick it up with Gally's first season after signing for us from Lost County. So it's back over to Graham and Gally on this episode of the Nairn County Podcast. It was an encouraging first season when you were there. It was double the points tally in the league than the previous season. And we also reached the semi-finals of the Highland League Cup. En route to that semi-final, we knocked out Fraserburgh over two legs. We lost the first leg 1-0 at home. And then we also then went 1-0 down away in the second leg before coming back. What's your memories of that second leg down at Belsley? I mean, Fraserburgh is always a, a tough team. And that's from watching their games and playing in their games. They were always a tough team to, to play against. From memory, I think we were unlucky to lose the the first game 1-0. And it kind of kind of boosted our confidence, I think, a little bit. Because Fraserburgh always there or thereabouts during that time at the top of the league. So knowing that we could compete against them and probably should have won the first game in Nairn, um, we knew that going to, to Fraserburgh, we were still confident we could get something from the game. Um, and we knew that, I, I don't quite remember how this came about, but were, were those games always two legs? or? Yeah, for some reason, the, the we're going to the semi-final was a one leg, but the quarter-final, for whatever reason, that year was two legs, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, so we knew that going there, no matter if we went one 0 down, we still had to score two goals and we would we would win the game. Um, so yeah, as you say, we went one down, but the heads didn't go down because we talked about it before. We knew that going one down, we still have to score score two goals. Um, and yeah, I think we just played some really really good football. From memory, a lot of counter attacking football. Um, I'm sure. A couple of the goals were were good counter attacking counter attacking goals, um, and it wasn't very often that I went to to Fraserburgh and won a game, um, so it was good to to win the game there and quite quite comfortably I think in the end as well. And that then takes you through to the semi final against Devonville, as you touched on there. For whatever reason, that was only one leg, and you're at home. Devonville, obviously, at that point in time, probably the top team in the Highland League, hold them to one one, and it goes to extra time, and then there's a a historic goal, if you like, that, that clinches it. But unfortunately, it goes against us and it's Devonville that scored it and it's historic because it's the first, I believe, the first ever golden goal in domestic British football. So how was the sort of aftermath of that? Was everyone just, just pretty good? Yeah, um, so as you say, it was the sort of the first golden goal um, and we were on the wrong end of it. But yeah, it was, I mean, the game itself, again, Devonville, I think it, it showed how far Nairn County as a team had come under Sharpie, playing against the likes of Fraser and Devonville Back in the day, it would have been drubbins for Nairn. So to be able to take these teams to beating Fraserburgh and taking Devonville to, to extra time. But yeah, the, the game itself, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we played really well. Um, probably could have won the game. And I just remember thinking, this game's going to go to penalties, get me off the pitch. And they ended up scoring scoring the golden goal. And I remember the scenes, their celebration scenes, um, 
it was like they won the World Cup. And, and I truly believe we would have been the same because of the, the sort of circumstances around in the game, yeah. surrounding the game, would have been the, the golden goal. But yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a nice experience. Um, I guess losing in, in those in those terms, and um, I, I was never a fan of the golden goal anyway, to be honest. Um, and that kind of just hit at home that it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-season after that, we play an old firm double header with games at Station Park against both Celtic and Rangers. What are your memories of these games? Yeah, really, really tough games. Obviously, the whole point of, of pre-season playing against Premier League opposition. The Celtic game was from memory just chasing shadows um, which again a fantastic workout for, for pre-season I think we I think we got beat 2-1 so yeah. we were always there or thereabouts in the game lucky enough to score a goal uh, I think Kel crossed it in um, and I just swung a boot at it could have went anywhere but it went in net but yeah I mean good good times that, and, and good teams to come up against for, for pre-season you don't want to be playing against teams where you're going to be winning eight, nine, ten, nil because you're not you're not learning anything from it, and you're you're not getting your fitness up. So it was a good, I guess, a good coup for for Nairn County to be able to attract teams like that for for preseason and against the good quality opposition. For the the Rangers game, I think Sharpie had rotated most of the team, so whoever sort of started against Celtic right. and sat on the bench for the Rangers game and only got 10-15 minutes or so So, but yeah good games to play in um, and the teams that you want to I guess aspire to, to playing against In the North of Scotland Cup that season the competitions at the start of the season don't know if you recall this one but you scored the only goal of the game as we won 1-0 at Brora in the first round that took us to another semi-final uh, this time was against Clark at Grant Street and we lost on penalty so what's your memories of of those occasions. I don't remember the Brodigan. Did you say I scored? You did, I. Jesus. I don't remember that. The Clark game, yeah, that was a that was a tough game. I mean Clark games are always always hard games, other than the six 0 one where we pumped them. But uh it's they're always hard games, obviously local derbies. Um, and they had a really, really good team um at that time. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did Coco did he get sent off yeah. in that game? Aye. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and I, from memory, I think the first half or quite early on, I think. And yeah, I just I remember I remember the sending off because everybody, the whole team, I think, were shouting "Stand, Coco, stand!" And he just went flying in with two feet and got a red card. So I think we did well to hold hold on to the game, um, getting a draw and, and taking it to penalties. But I just always remember to so the team, the usual standing in the centre circle while all the players were going up. And I was standing next to Willie Barron, and the two of us just hated taking penalties. And I said to Willie, I was like, there's no danger I'm taking a penalty. And Willie was like, there's no danger I'm taking a penalty. So they were, everybody kept scoring, or somebody would miss, and then the other team would miss. And it was, it was coming down to Willie and I being the last two, and Willie just looked at me, and I was like, I'm not taking one. So Willie, the man that he is, said, right, I'll take it. Uh, so he walked up and took the penalty and missed, I think. I'm sure he missed. And I th- <laughs> I think I was probably the happiest person in the ground because thinking that I don't have to take a penalty. But to be honest with you, I don't think, when Ansel got down to me and Willie, I don't think we were ever going to win that game because either he was going to score and then I was going to miss or it was going to be vice versa. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it was it was tough to take. And it was kind of the way it went my my time at Nairn. Um, we were always kind of so close, but yet, yet so far. And I thought that was one of the games because um, we were flying at that time and I thought we could have... Could have beaten Clark, but not to be. 
I know from playing with you that you can bend the ball if you want or you can strike it like an arrow if you want to strike it cleanly and I also remember from playing with you like you mentioned there we played in teams that did well in cup competitions but if it ever went to penalties you were always the 11th man after the goalie to take the penalty so why was that? It's just from young like even the sort of primary school when, when the goals were tiny God, even if I was the first person or the last person taking a penalty, I would always miss. And I just, I just literally had no confidence. Um, my knees would be shaking walking out. I'd be struggling to get to the penalty spot because my knees would be shaking that much. And it's always something I've been really nervous about. I was never really that nervous about playing football, but as soon as it came to taking a penalty, my nerve just went to to pop. And yeah, it's it's something I would always try and get out of. And Sharpie would tell you himself, even if it was practicing penalties or training, I would just walk into the changing rooms. <laughs> but yeah, just, um, it's just, I don't know, it was just a mental thing. And I don't know why, because it's probably the easiest thing to do as a footballer. You would think um, you one and one against a goalkeeper. Yeah, just something I've never been very good at. Later that season, we beat Keith away in the qualifying cup and that took us into the quarterfinals where a win would put us into the Scottish Cup for the first time since the mid-80s. We're drawn at home against Wick Academy, who at the time were bottom of the league. Uh, we salvaged a 2-2 draw on a replay uh, in the first game and you think, well, surely we're going to go up there and finish a job. But it didn't quite go that way. We were 5-0 down at half-time. And what was it that went wrong that day? I think you summed it up there in your question. Wick, Wick were bottom of the league and I think we just thought we could turn up and the game was won. And as years go by, when you play against Wick, you know that's never going to be the case. Um, although they were, during that time, always scrambling about the bottom, our games with Wick were always quite tough, physical side, like putting the boot in, try and get you off your stride by making it physical. And yeah, as you say, we scraped a 2-2 game, a 2-2 draw at home. And I remember the fans just being outraged at that. I think it might have been, was it Alan Houston? I think it's got it a penalty, have... I think. Did he have an equaliser at the end? yeah. Um, and it was right at the end from memory. So uh, we got a bit of a ball in from, from Sharpie after that. And then, yeah, went up to Wick, which is a, I mean, a nightmare of a place to go on a nice sunny day. I think it had been raining the night before, so the park was just a bog. From memory, I think we played okay for about the first five or ten minutes. I think we hit the bar and, and maybe the post. Um, but then after that, we just got completely annihilated. And, yeah, I think we were lucky to keep it below five um, into the second half. So... I don't know what happened. I mean, Wick's a tough place to go, but I think once you go so a couple of goals down, it's hard to get back into the game. But if you're 5-0 at half-time, then it's just about um, keeping the score a bit reasonable, to be honest. There was a memorable home game against Fraserburgh that season. It finished 3-3. I think we finished with nine men. I think uh, Stephen Edwards is probably still serving a ban from the number of red cards he got that day. <laughs> But uh, can you tell us a bit about that game? Did that say a lot about the spirit that was in the team at the time that were able to, to battle for a battle back for a draw against a team as strong as Fraserburgh despite having guys sent off. Yeah, no, I think that sums it up is that, again, top team like Fraserburgh at the time and we were giving them a real, real good run for the money in all the games that we played against them and the same with, with other teams at the at the top of the league. But yeah, the, the game itself, as you say, they were sending off. So I think Ronnie might have got sent off himself. Yeah, it was a, a tough game. I think we might have been, I think we were always behind so we were yeah. always kind of coming back. And I think I scored the equaliser. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so it was a, a crossfield pass from Sharpie, I think. And I just, again, towards the end of the game, heavy pitch, so everybody was tired. Um, and it was take a touch and try and beat a player, which I didn't think I had the energy to do. So I just seen this thing in there and just hit it, lucky enough, sail over the keeper. 
into the top corner and I don't think I even celebrated. I was up burst. I kind of just put my hand up and that was it. Just get on with it. Now, there wasn't many goals in my career, but that was definitely, I think, the best one or one of the best ones um, that I've scored. But yeah, I think it showed a lot about the team um, that we did kind of, other than the game against Wick, where we got pumped 5-0, we did kind of have a never-say-die attitude, um, especially against a lot of the top teams, um, which were the teams that you wanted to be to be playing against. Well, as you say, a lot of good spirit and a lot of good times on the bus, I'm sure, coming home from away games. Yeah, no, it was um, win, lose or draw. The bus journeys were always good. Yeah, and obviously the further afield you go, more and more, more and more stories. Try to think. One of them, I think we were playing away to Cove, and the bus had stopped for a, a toilet break. And I think, I'm sure it was Tessa had got off the bus, and rather than get off the bus and go round the back of the bus or further around the side, he just stood at the bottom of the step and started doing the toilet. So Hovis was behind him and gave him a slight nudge, a slight nudge from Hovis uh, in the back. And he went, there was a hill, and he went tumbling down a hill, never to be seen again. <laughs> Disappeared out of sight. But nah, there was uh, a lot of good, a lot of good journeys. Um, that was the good thing about my time in Nairn was that, it, obviously, coming from full time, there wasn't a lot of, I guess, a lot of drinking and that involved, or um, being a younger guy in amongst a lot of older professionals. Um, you kind of just kept your head down and didn't get involved with a lot of that stuff. But in there, and it was like you you had to get involved pretty much to to make yourself uh, part of the team. And no, it was a lot of good stories on and off the the bus journeys home. The next season, the two thousand and two two thousand and three season, it was a real roller coaster of a season. Finished fifth in the league, the highest place in the club had finished in the table since nineteen seventy seven. However, the real low point of that season was a passing of goalkeeper Gary Stewart, who you've already mentioned, you room with up in Dingwall. Can you tell us about that and a bit about Gary and obviously the, that weekend we played Devon Vale, I think that weekend. Did tell us how that, the mood in the dressing room, the way that impacted the squad. Yeah, no, it was a, a real top bloke and obviously I listened to Carl's um, podcast as well and he talked about him brilliantly. Um, just a, at my time, he was a, a really good professional. I mind him training with, with Nicky Walker, the, the two of them would just disappear and go and do their their own training and he loved his time I think training with with Nicky Walker I think learned a lot from him and yeah I was lucky enough that I, I got to to bank a room with him in my first year up, up at Ross County and, and we knew each other coming through the development teams as well he was obviously the, the goalkeeper in the, in the development team uh, just a, a really really good guy and it was a really good servant for Nairn and yeah did really well for Nairn and yeah in terms of the the game itself um, against Devonville. So, so I think Sharpie had been trying to get a hold of me um, all morning, and for whatever reason, couldn't get a hold of me. Um, and then I turned up at the ground, and like you walk around the corner, and you just see everybody just silence. Quite a few people there. So obviously, straight away, you knew something had gone on. Um, and then Ronnie came over, and he said, "Oh, there was an accident, and such and such had happened." And obviously, just in total shock, um, couldn't believe that it happened. And Sharpie said, "Luke, what what do you want to do?" Do you want the, do you want to play? And I was, I kind of was kind of like, well, what's everybody saying? And he said, well, a lot of the boys want to play and they want to play for for Gaz. And I was kind of like, right, well, I'll just go with with what the majority. Um, and in hindsight, I should have just said no, don't want to play. And to be honest with you, in, in hindsight, I, I don't think the game should have gone ahead anyway. Um, I don't. Brooksy and Smitho didn't play for obvious reasons. They were really close with them and, and they didn't play. So I just don't think we should have we should have played the game. But anyway, we did we did play the game and 
to be honest, it's a bit of a blur. We got beat. I know we got beat, but I can't remember the score. It was just a just a really somber, somber moment. Um, and yeah, as I say, it was in hindsight. I should have just said no. I don't want to play the game. And maybe in hindsight, I don't know. The club might have taken a different stance on it as well and, and not played the game. But it is what it is. Um, and yeah, it was just a really, really, really tough time. Sort of that period. And yeah, I mean, it always sticks with me because um, he was such a close friend. And it's good, as as I say, having to rethink these sort of things. It's good to to remember to remember those times. Um, but yeah, a tough time for for everybody at that Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. The Nan County Podcast is brought to you in association with our digital partners, Zion Energy. Click on zion.com to find out more.